This is John Zaninovich. Welcome to Move My Mass. You'll be hearing from great guests talk about balancing life and being fit. Welcome to the show, Gabe. Nice to have you on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I've been trying to hook up for a while. We have been. I appreciate your patience. So I'll just let everybody know who you are. Gabe Woodward. Yep. Former Olympic swimmer. But we'll start before that. Um, 2001. USC Trojan co-captain. Yep. Yeah. Guys kicked a little butt there. We did. So it looks like. Uh, 2004 Olympics. Yep. Bronze medal in the 4x100 relay. Yep. 2007 Pan Am Games. Co-captain of that team, correct? Yep. And uh, two medals. Yep. Silver in the relay and a bronze in the 100. 100 free, yeah. 100 free. Yep. So obviously very accomplished. Which always want more, but yeah, sure. always want more, which leads <laughs> to, you know, I, I, I know I've told the story to a million people that whenever I talk about you or, you know, trying to have you on, but I have to tell the story again and how Great. we met. I was, like, I, I was so embarrassed that day. And I don't know if you remember it all, but I, I show up at seven Oaks to go swimming. Right. And pools full, which it really was, but all the lanes are taken, but I can see you're on your last lap. I don't know who you are. You're, yep. you know, I just see, oh, there's a guy that looks like he's coming to the end of his swim, right? Slowing down at the end of the I look lap. slow is what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but I walk up I'm like, and you looked up immediately. Hey, man, you want in the lane? I'm all wrapped up. I'm like, sure. And as I'm looking at you, though, I'm like, I recognize him from somewhere. And here I am, competitive swim background and water polo, and I recognize you, but I couldn't place it. Yeah. I know this guy. And I actually asked you, I'm like, hey, are you a cyclist here in town? Because that that last number of years, that's all I really yeah, do yeah. a lot of is ride. And you were very nice. You just said, no, not, no, don't really cycle. Um, just swim. I'm like, man, you look really familiar. I can't. And you like to cycle. Finally, you, you got out of the pool. I get in and you're drying off. And, and I think I said, I'm like, I, man, I just can't place you. And you were so nice about it. You're like, well, maybe you recognize me from the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, that would be it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, man. You were so nice about it. Yeah. You went on your way and I and I went on my swim workout. That's right. But what's funny, and I don't know if you remember this either, yeah. but you told me like, hey, man, anytime you're in town and you want to swim, let's swim together. And I just naturally, just, Showed up a few times. You had your, I think it was your swim school go on. Yep, yep. Which is why you were probably there. And plus getting your workout in. But I come up and you're like, yeah, hey, I'll jump in the water with you. And I'm thinking, all right, this is, all right. So I'm swimming and you're doing your thing. You know, I wasn't paying attention to what you were swimming, but obviously freestyle or whatever. Yep. You know, I, but I, whatever your workout was, it was. But you never laughed to me. Nice. You would come up to lap me. And then you would either stop. stop at the wall or you'd switch and do like some back kicks or something. And I'm laughing. I mean, I'm, bubbles, I think, are coming out. Yeah. I'm, you know, and I swim some more. You let me get ahead and, you know, you start swimming again and you're coming. You did this like two or three times. I'm like, that is pretty darn cool, which I wouldn't have cared, you know. But I'm like, this is a cool guy. Well. But, I was just probably getting tired, you know. Probably, I don't think so. No, no. But super cool way to meet. Glad you're on because I know you've got so much, awesome. uh, so much to be able to tell the younger 
younger kids that are coming into this sport because it's yeah. obviously a grueling sport as far as the work goes. Yeah. And uh, so let's let's just get into it. You know, I what I'd like to know is what your training was like back in the day when you yeah. were heavy into it, your young days developing. And then, uh, yeah, let's just go through that. And then we'll lead into kind of like how these younger kids are training nowadays and awesome. what you like about it. So what was it like back then? Well, you know, it's, uh, I would start saying high school is when I really started to swim my eighth grade year. And, um, a lot of kids, a lot of kids even today will swim when they're very young. But uh, I mean, at the elite level, I think is probably what you're we're referring to. And I, yeah. I started my eighth grade year. I really started to train heavy and doing like the yardage, like we were briefly mentioning before, uh, before we jumped on here, um, that, the, the coaching at the time was, hey, pound out a ton of yards. You know, you're going to be in great shape. And that led all the way through, all the way through my high school. And it really treated me okay. I would go three mornings a week in high school at 5 a.m. I'd swim from 5 to 6.15, 6.30, and then two hours in the afternoon. Um, and we would do about four to 5,000 in the morning yards. And then we would do about seven to 8,000 in the evening. And uh, that was... Yeah. I think uh, nine practices a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday morning, and then Monday through Friday evening. And so it was uh, it was hard, but it got me strong, got me in shape. Right, I mean, I wasn't right. lifting weights, but it just got me physically in endurance. I started swimming the mile my freshman year, uh, but at the end of my freshman year, uh, I also swam the 50 free, and I went a lot faster than 50 free. Uh, well, I'm going to cut the mile out of that uh, equation, but kept swimming about, the 500 free. I bet free. that broke your heart. Yeah. <laughs> I remember it was a meet in Arizona and I swam the mile and then like 30 minutes later was the 50 free. And uh, I actually swam really fast and I surprised my coach and uh, I swam much faster. I think he didn't know because I'd only been swimming about six, nine months year round. I'd done the rec swimming here in Bakersfield all growing yeah. up um, yeah. in Kern County. That's what I've had my kids do as well, you know, but hadn't done the year round thing. I remember some kids from Texas had moved to Bakersfield. One of them was my age and one of them was two years younger. We were in the end of our eighth grade year. And I remember thinking like, man, these guys go to practice, not just, you know, they go four days a week and sometimes six days a week to practice, you know, I'm like, man, that's pretty intense, you know? Yeah. And, uh, it, which uh, really wasn't that much. And they're, you know, four, four practices a week. So that, that really motivated me. Like, I want to beat these guys. I want to be as good as them. And, right. and so that was pretty motivating. So we swam a ton of yardage through high school. And then I was recruited to train to USC, to Stanford, Texas, Auburn. I knew nothing about swimming. So this was like, you know, before the internet. In a, you went to Sh Shafter? Uh, no, I went to Stockdale High. Oh, Stockdale, Stockdale High. High yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Southwest. And so, um, I mean, I, you know, we... The, the coaching scene here was, was decent, but they were, I didn't, I wasn't looking on the internet. I wasn't, you know, I was reading Swimming World magazine. There was a magazine and I'd be ranked in the top 16 half the time. My local, local area would forget to send my time in, but I knew where I ranked, you know, like, Hey man, I'd be 11th in the 50 free or the hundred free, even yeah. though I didn't send my time in for, but, um, it, you know, it was pre-internet, so to speak. I just didn't know a lot about the coaches out there on the scene. So the USC swim coach guy named Mark Schubert was at the time, like a four-time Olympic head coach. Mm -hmm. He had started Mission Viejo Natadors back in the seventies and about half the Olympic swim team in the 1970s was from Mission Viejo. I mean, there was a lot of kids uh, on the Olympic team that, that were swimmers from Mission Viejo, Mark Schubert. Well, he's the head Olympic coach. He's recruited me. His assistant coach was a up and coming um, sprint coach. And he he actually was, was already a very solid swim coach. Uh, and this was 1997 when I was 96, 97, when I was a junior in high school and then graduated my senior year in 97 from Stockdale. And then he was recruiting me heavily and 
wanted me to, to, to come train at USC. Uh, but come to find out, USC was a very distance-oriented pre- uh, program. Again, a okay. lot more yardage. So, yeah, I never thought about that. I'm sure different programs oh, probably yeah. had like sprint-based or 100%. distance-based. And- so think of baseball player. You know, I remember so when I was at USC, a guy named Mark Pryor. He's now co- he's the pitching coach for the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. He was he came to USC. A guy named Barry Zito. And if you remember that name, big left-handed oh, yeah. pitcher yep. for the Oakland A's. Yeah. So these became both friends. And, um, you know, you could think whether it's David Carr, Carson Palmer, a couple guys. Uh, I was friends with Carson at USC. They'd played on a baseball team together in Fresno, of all things kind of funny. But having a good quarterback coach, not just a good football coach, or in this case at USC for baseball, having they had a really one of the best uh, pitching coaches in the United States. Now, USC's baseball team won the national championship my freshman year. But other than that, they were, they were strong the next couple of years. Yeah. But their pitching coach was legit. And so they were throwing out pitchers. Well, for USC, uh, our distance program by this head coach, he would just pound out yardage. And really, honestly, I'd almost say any sport, choose your sport, soccer, cycling, as you were saying, I got a cousin actually who's a cycler. Um, Anything, if you do it enough hours a day, you're going to be in great shape doing it. Correct. Does that mean you're going to be able to run on a soccer field back and forth as quickly as you need to? It's a different type of endurance than just running a marathon. And I remember thinking that my freshman or sophomore year at USC, like, man, I went, I could go for a four-mile run, and I am not a runner. And I would run a pretty decent time. And I was like, man, I'm, I mean, I'm tired, but I, if I push it really hard, I'll be tired. But I'm running fast. Mm-hmm. And um, But I don't need to run four miles. I need to swim, like, one lap in the pool, you know, a 50-meter yeah. or a 100-meter. And you need to I'm swim not for 20 seconds. You need to 20 swim for- seconds. Or Extremely 48 fast. seconds. Right, yeah. And it's taken me 51 seconds right now, and I need to go 49 or 48. Yeah. And so um, it was really almost training my muscles wrong. So even towards yeah. the end, so I graduated USC, always thought I could make the Olympic team, um, and it was 2001. I had, I had gone to Olympic trials in 2000, and, um, and I remember standing up behind the blocks. We'd gone to the Olympic Training Center in Colorado Springs, uh, the, um, like month before to really, you know, get up there and you think, yeah. you know, if you want to be an endurance athlete going up and training at altitude's good, your body gets, yep. what is it? More oxygen, less good. oxygen, you get less oxygen. So then you come down and, it, and you get more again. So it's, uh, it's good. Well, when you're a sprinter, like I hold my breath, you know, for the 50 free. So I, I don't need the altitude training. That doesn't really, it doesn't really do a lot for me. And so it's kind of interesting just to see, um, I came down, I'll never forget being in Indianapolis, for the 50 free, the 100 free, getting ready to swim. And I'm a junior in college and I, I'm yawning behind the blocks. I'm just kind of like tired, oh, just yeah. exhausted still. And I'm going, man, like this is, you know, this is not, not only do I, does it not really give me a lot of confidence, you know, I'm like, I'm exhausted. Um, and I'd been swimming. Our coach in college was very, hey, we're going to pound you. And trust me, you're going to drop a lot of time at the end of the season. And I'm like, man, I need to pound you taper and you're going to be fast. I'm like, I need to pound. I need to drop a lot of time just to be where my competitors are. You know, these guys are swimming fast in season, training hard. It's almost like sharpening a really sharp pencil versus sharpening a dull pencil. My coach was like dulling you out kind of type of thing. And Uh dude, I got to get super sharp just to be where they already are. Yeah. You know, I got to get so much more. And so it was kind of interesting. So I actually graduated from... Um, USC, I needed, I had an extra semester and I took that semester off. I took a, a half, you know, the fall semester 
And during that time, um, the head, the, the the assistant coach at USC, when I came in as a freshman in college, he'd recruited me, a guy named Mike Bottom. He had, right when I came in, I never swam for him. He went up and took the head coaching job at Cal Berkeley two weeks before I entered USC as a freshman. Okay. Um, two years later, or a year and a half, I was 97 when I entered my freshman year. In 2000, two of his athletes tied to win the gold medal, Anthony Irvin and Gary Hall, in the 50 free. That was what, for the United States. And he, they both trained with him. And he had told me and recruited me like, man, this this can be you. We can, yeah, we can get yeah, you here. Yeah. Well, he did much less yardage. So I graduated my senior year uh, at USC. Okay, when up, you say much less... Yes. What, what's the So like me doing uh, seven to 8,000 meters a day for, uh-huh. I mean, I'm sorry, a practice right. twice a day at USC, right. 10 practices a week. I went down to probably doing um, 5,000, four to 5,000 y- uh, yards a day, sometimes meters, and probably seven practices a week. So yeah. quite a bit That's less. a lot less. A lot less. Right. And then I dropped a, a half a second in my 50 free. You which, know, is half a second, which, which is incredible. Which is a nuts. lot, right? Yes. Yeah. Training less hard, dropping time. You know, imagine how many people you could tell, like, hey, if you wouldn't have trained as hard, you'd be way faster. Can so, you imagine that? I, I mean, it's I, like, whoa. I, oh, I can completely imagine Ugh. it. But you're training less long, mm-hmm. but was the intensity a lot more? Uh, you know, no? I, I wouldn't say it was more. I guess I guess in some ways it is because you're you you're not as dull, you're not as tired. So yes, you're you are swimming faster even in the pool, but it's because you're not doing as many yards. But when you're doing lots of yards, you're trying as hard as you can. Right. So um definitely more fast twitch stuff, yeah. more more speed oriented things, explosive. um explosive things. And so um anyways, it just showed me, it gave me confidence like okay, I, I can do this. So I I took my so then I went back down to USC for the fall. Um, and took my classes, and the plan was to go up to Cal Berkeley to train. And um, I, I really, I was graduating USC, and you know, uh, you know, move my mass. It's kind of interesting. The what I, I, the Lord really started to work on my heart. I'm graduating college. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't take too many classes on how to be a good husband or a good father. Now I have a good dad. My parents love each other. I got two brothers. I'm the middle of three, um, as well, and. Uh, but I was really kind of, I just have to, I have to give it to the Lord to say, like, the Lord was really just calling me. So I was going to this church. I went there every Sunday and uh, called up this little Christian school in Santa Clarita uh, called the Master's University. And they they teach at, like, the Jewish synagogues. They're, they're professors, even though it's a Christian school, because they know the Hebrew and the Greek. And I'm like, all right, I like these people. They're, like, telling me the Bible. Like, I, I want to I know, like— yeah. Is what I'm doing right or, or you know, like, or wrong is studying this Bible or, you know, right, like, is right. that? So I ended up going there, uh, med- stopped swimming. Well, I mean, I'd go like once a week, maybe to the local club in in, mm-hmm. in, in uh, Santa Clarita. And uh, the coach was excited. And he, he's like, hey, man, you you know, you could train to make the next Olympic team maybe here. Try to do it. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, but I was the only college kid there. And so... Ended up uh, meeting my wife, uh, what would become my wife, getting married uh, within mm-hmm. a year. And uh, and I remember, though, just after I'd been there about three weeks, the coach at Cal Berkeley called me because I was supposed to go up there and train with them. And that summer, we went to Croatia, okay. actually, uh, and I stayed home because uh, we had a uh, silver medalist in the Croatian swim team in the last Olympics who swam at Cal Berkeley also. And it was called the World Sprint Team. There was 10 guys. Uh-huh. All between the ages of 21 and 30 
four of them Olympic medalists, all of them except for me, Olympians, or maybe there was two of us, and uh, but very successful group, and they were going to Croatia for the summer. There's a pool on the beach, um, you know, with a nice, um, you know, bar at the end of the pool and stuff, and I was sitting here thinking, like, man, I'm just taking my Bible classes here, <laughs> and I'm envisioning, like, this is not going to be a, the, a, quite the scene that I was going to, you know, that I'm looking for. I just started right. dating a girl that I think I'm going to get, you know, I'd like to get married yeah. to. And uh, so I ended up staying home, but I, I hadn't thought of that. It's kind of funny, the background of that. I mean, I'm sure it's beautiful. I can't wait to go to Croatia. I haven't been there yet. But um, so all that, um, I stayed home from going up to train with that coach. And that mm-hmm. coach was very successful. At the end of the summer, I still swam very well, swimming just by myself a little bit. Um, but then uh, got married to my wife and uh, was working, doing investment stuff. Got fired from my job, my first job. And um, I was going to go back because you have to take a test. And I hadn't passed the test. And I remember thinking, okay, do I want to go back? I know I can pass this test. Or it's one year to the Olympics. And there's this team down in Orange County where they train even less than those guys up at Cal Berkeley. And they train literally, uh, it's about in total, about 25% of the yardage of the USC team. I would train six days a week, Monday through Friday, one practice a day, and it was about 4,000 yards of practice. Okay. Instead of 10 practices a week, seven to 8,000 yards of practice. Right. And I started to swim fast just so, immediately. And this is how long after school, you said? About a year and a half. So about two, a year yeah, and a half, year and a half. After, after college. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. again, not this is not the normal trajectory no. to the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Most people most people are doing it, whether it's in college. Now it's getting more. There's more kids coming out a little bit mm-hmm. after because there's some money in the sport. I wasn't making any money. I was, a, yeah. you know, I, I was, uh, I, I told my wife when we first got married, uh, all right, well, if we're going to move down to the train of the Olympics, uh, if you want to work for one year, then we can start trying to have kids and and I will, uh, I'll, I'll figure it out whether we'll be on the swim team, the Olympic team right. or not. I'll figure right. it out after that. She said, okay. She knew nothing about swimming. Otherwise, she would have said, there's no way you're going to make the Olympic team. She just believed in me. She wasn't a swimmer. Yeah. She just like, well, I trust you if you think you can make it. And Let's uh, go do this. Yeah. So, I mean, all of my competitors obviously hadn't taken a break. I had taken like that year <laughs> going to the Bible classes. I had swam, like I said, once a week. And, yeah. you know, usually you're training for four years pretty, oh, pretty I bet. intensely. Yeah, for sure. So, anyways, it was it was fun to see how they train much shorter like you said, intensity-wise, the intensity intensity levels higher um, in, in some ways, just because you're more rested. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, so that's 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 what we did. That's how we got there. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. I've had multiple athletes on here, and none of their stories have been the typical, typical but, or what you would what think. You think you right. know. I yeah. guess there is no typical. Right. Maybe you think everything is you ever you think everything is four years of college. Yep. Right. Transition to pro or Olympics or whatever. Yep. No, there's usually a, a curve in there. In which there. is, I think, great inspiration for the kid that correct is thinking that that's the way it has to be. Yeah. Like, okay, I get I have to get recruited to the best college. Right. And then put my four years in, and then yep. there better be that. Whatever that ticket is, right? It better be there. No, right. you know what? It's not always going to be there right away. Exactly, which yeah. is a great thing to know. It really is, and it gives me, you know, I feel like I've learned more as far as just um, seeing with with my own kids. I, I could have pushed them hard. All all of us parents are trying the hardest we can, right? And I, I didn't want to be the parent to like make my kids do the sports and stuff. I was telling yeah. my daughter this morning, 
I said, all right, you got one year. She's a junior, got, going to be a senior, going into her senior year this next year. And and I've just never pushed her. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? I got one year left to push you. We're going to do this. Why? <laughs> and she's a swimmer? or what She's is, a swim. Yeah, yep, yep. Swim. She plays yeah. a little bit. Of, she just played volleyball this last year a little bit. Their team won the uh, Santa Clarita Christian School, won the state volleyball championship, Division five or nice. not. So it was good, nice. uh, but it was really fun for her. She was uh, more on the cheer side because it was her first year playing, but she got in there and played and had a great time, had a wonderful time. Um, but I was watching this morning on the swimming. I'm like, man, Reese, your your stroke looks awesome. Like, I just I want you to get in and work out because I almost feel like, man, I should have pushed you a little bit. But, you know, they got to want it too. And her they personality is not hungry. Yeah. You know, they have. And, but what I will say, I, I have seen plenty of parents. Um, and you can't remember as kids, like, did you really want it at first? Or are your parents just taking you out there because you got th- two brothers and, hey, we're all playing soccer this year. And then you kind of get into it and you make your friends. And a year or two later, you're like in it, you know, and right. you like it. And I've seen a number of kids actually kind of. The first six months or a year, maybe they're complaining a little bit, but then, you know, 18 months later, they're like, dude, I love this. Why? Because they're yeah. having some success and they're seeing that. Get, so I know that's what it was for me. You get that taste of success. Yes. You're like, oh, I want that more of that. Good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that felt really good. Yeah, that's you nice. Know? And also at the other end, I hated losing. Correct. I was a very, still a bad loser. Yes. I was really bad when I was young. Yeah. I don't like that feeling either. Correct. So you don't want that. So if I'm going to And you do want this, that. So that's you're, right. You're going to work hard for you're the pushing. good feeling. No, that's definitely. <laughs> so, uh, you know, looking at that, um, just seeing even, like I said, with my own kid, trying to see how you, how you get them out there to teach good technique, teach um, in whatever the sport it might be. Um, and, and these days, more than ever, there's so much data out there that you can see who the coaches are, who focus, hey, if you're gifted at that at pitching or if you're gifted at certain things that you could gear it more, hey, maybe we send our kid over here. Maybe it's not the best, you know, university or high school overall, but this guy is going to help. He's a great wide receivers coach. Yeah. You know, and if you're a wide receiver or whatever, like, man, that's, you know, so there's just a lot more knowledge out there. And, it you know, seems I never, like, I've never thought about that. Like when I think sports in general, football, baseball, swimming, whatever. I'm like, okay, like swimming, for instance, Texas always yes. comes to mind. Yeah. You know, yeah. Michigan. Yeah. Cal mind. now also the last Cal, few years. Oh, yeah. But man, yeah, you, you, you know, you're swimming the mile or you're swimming the 50. Completely, Big difference. Okay. Yeah. You're in the water and you're swimming, but those are two different sports. Yes. I mean. Big time. You know, and yeah, I would never think to tell a younger kid, Hey, when you're, when you're out looking for a school, Maybe find the coach that yep. I'm not giving that advice because I'm not, but I'm just saying it's correct. Like it's obviously something to think about. Well, yeah, with, and I think I even think more than ever you're seeing different teams. I know in the swimming you for sure are just about, I don't know maybe it's been ten years now, but uh, NC State is a, is a school that was not any good for maybe ever. I don't know. And then all yeah. of a sudden they kind of jumped on the scene with some really fast swims, and there's a lot more kind of one-off schools. Not Stanford, Cal, USC, used to be UCLA years ago when they had a program. Auburn, Texas, um, you know, I can't think of Indiana years and years ago, not so much anymore. But those seven teams uh, were kind of the top in the NC2A. They'd kind of rotate around. We were fourth and fifth each of my years at USC um, at the NC2A division level. Um, and so, you know, you had all these teams the same. Now it's getting more diverse. And some of these other small schools 
you know, Missouri might be in the top 10 or something like who's Missouri, you know what I mean? Yeah. But they're, they're this, starting to, this team will just pop out of nowhere. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, I, you know, it's, it's kind of exciting and maybe it's because they get focused on one area. The sprints is often because that's score the most points. So it's a little easier or brushstroke or fly, you know, they'll have yeah. two or three people. So, you know, I do think seeing that, um, I didn't know that going into college. I just went cause the, Hey, you get the good Olympic coach must be pretty good. Um, right. Why wouldn't you think it? He never had any sprinters. We'll say that he was a yeah. big coach, but he was <laughs> yeah. a distance coach. You know, he just yeah. you out. So like yeah. having a marathon runner versus having Usain Bolt. You have Usain Bolt out there uh, running marathon practices. He ain't winning a gold medal. That's right. Because yeah. he's not training right. Right. And so trying to look at that to see, you know, so that is, it is interesting. And, you know, I know you'd mentioned before, like how, how people are doing today. They're doing it even more that way. You know, you see it's the pictures in the dugouts. It's just getting more and more technical, more and more sophisticated. Yeah. How do you pitch, not to this team, how do you pitch to this guy on his third, second strike or third strike or right. what is his tendency? Yeah. Um, swimming, you're not going against a competitor like that. But it's like, okay, how did your streamline look? You know, how did your pull off the turn or off this like really detailed I know. change like, your stroke in the middle or in the end where you're going to do a few different things. I know it's really starting. Like, to I feel off. really old because I am now, but knowing what practice was like when I was young versus watching these guys and girls swim now, they're just so much better. I mean, yeah. not just faster, but better. Yeah. Cause I mean, you can be not as good, but be faster just because of the, the skills they've acquired versus yeah. me. Like they put us in the, all right, so you're going to swim eight laps for warm up and 10 laps. Now they're going to say, Hey, do three dolphin kicks. Right. When you dive in, right. Don't take we a didn't breath dolphin the first kick. one. Right. <laughs> we weren't allowed to. That was not, yeah, you we weren't did. underwater. You just came up and swam. Yeah. The second you hit the water, uh, you're back up and swimming. Some of the things, even in the last 10 years that they're starting to do dolphin kick and breaststroke that you can do, you can only do one of them, but it was actually after the 2004, at the 2004 Olympics where that became yeah. Yeah. the American guy was against Japanese guy. And they said the Japanese guy who was the reigning uh, gold medalist uh, did a dolphin kick and it was a big controversy. And right after that year, they said, you can do one dolphin kick off the wall, you know, things that you just start to see and it changes the speed a lot. It does. It changes. Yeah. And then the suits that came in and came out and yeah. But definitely the training, like, across the board has come down in yardage. It has come down, and people are getting much more specific. Instead of just go out and run for two hours a day, and then you'll go run the 100-yard dash or yeah. the 800 well, or the mile. What got exciting for me was, you know, did my thing forever ago, forever and a day ago. But then my girlfriend's daughters got into swimming. Yep. I was so excited to hear about their practices. I couldn't. I was just like, oh my gosh, you get to hear, you know? Yeah. And they they would describe their practice. And in my head, I'm like, what? That's not a, you guys are in, what? I, I don't even know if you guys use the term back, hell week. Like yeah. you guys should be in, yeah. these are two a day's times. What's right. going on here? You only right. swam twice today. But then go watch them. They're fast. They're fast. Like what in the world is going on here? And then Rory Began, I had him on here. I think you know Rory Began. Uh, yep, yep incredibly fast swimmer <clears throat> and talking to him about workouts too. Same thing. He'd describe his workouts, which I mean, obviously he swims hard and works out hard. Yep. But I'm like, my gosh, they're so much smarter now. Like obviously so much smarter. Yeah. Cause not only is he like, there's a good group of number of guys on the team that are fast. 
Correct. Versus in my old days, there were a couple of us fast and then a pretty good drop off. Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, and it depends on each team and how, but you're, you're exactly right. When you see the the coaching and some of the styles, how they bring all these guys up, how they bring, yeah. them, you know. And like I said, yeah. So it's, they teach, they're swimming smarter technique. Correct. Versus us. I, oh, I muscle my, I have a horrible, I'm just getting myself through the water. Yeah. You know. <laughs> right. 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 T- technique. And then how to train that, your body to like, how do I, okay, I just need to swim for 20 seconds or 40 something seconds in the hundred or whatever it might be. How do I, how do I train that? I don't need to overtrain where I can swim a fast 500 because my 500 is not that fast. I remember my freshman year at USC, I went and swam and I think I got the fifth or sixth fastest time in the 500 free in my very first meet. And I was an okay 500 freestyler, but I went 438 which was five seconds faster, four or five seconds than my fastest time in co- in high school. Right. And I'm like, I just went a best time by four seconds, six weeks into training because he was just pounding the crap out of me. I mean, the whole team. And uh, and I was getting in great shape. I worked hard. But I remember my 50 free was like a second slower than my fastest time. And I'm like, hey, like I'm on your A relay. And that's a big, like. That's a, sec- a lot in the 50. Yeah. To be a second slower. Yeah. And then I'm watching the Cal Berkeley times come up or the Stanford times or the Texas times. I'm like, hey, they're still sw- swimming on their speed. Now, my 500 just dropped time, but I don't want to be a 500 guy. Maybe my coach secretly, that's what he was trying to do, was making me into a 500 guy. And I could understand that. I'm not like, you know, 6'6 and, you know, super big. But I'm like, man, I'm not going to train the distance group. I'm going to be yeah. 200 yards and down. And uh, so it just... As these athletes, whether it's football, any of these sports, they're just getting more specific training. They are. And it's look, not looked at as negative. I would say 10, 15, 20 years ago, maybe even whatever, 34, whatever, as as years ago when we were training, hey, if you're not like willing to go out there and like do all this stuff, you know, swim seven, 8,000 meters, then you're not tough or you're not this, that. Totally. That's what it was all about back then. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, come on. Quit quit being a baby. Yeah. Whatever sport. Like, hey, you need to go run. Well, what if the running, you know, running another three miles, like that's not going to help. I remember we had, uh, so when I was in training down in Orange County for, to make, when I made the 2004 Olympics, um, we had Matt Leinert was training Mm -hmm. with us as a weight. He he was from Orange County and his weight coach uh, was our weight coach. We had a couple of different NFL linemen. Um, and then we had a couple of major league baseball players. We all trained together. We all did the exact same stuff. And, and it, yeah, it was interesting, but it was, and this was speed training. And he says, listen, whether you're exploding off the blocks or here's this lineman, you're exploding up and you're holding some other guy about the same strength as you for three seconds. That's about it. And then you got to do that about 50 times a game for 50 plays, whatever, as an offensive lineman. And, um, he had him, I'll never forget. He had him take, uh, like a 15, 20 pound weight tied to a rope on this, uh, on this bar and just roll it up as fast as he could and then unroll it. We would have to do that. That was one of the stations five times. So you're rolling this thing up, man, your forearms are burning. Burning. He could have a 12 year old girl who came in, who'd been training with him, who would burn right past these guys. It was the funniest <laughs> thing. He's like, come on, man. It's just interesting. It was interesting to see. Cause that weight coach was really starting to, to show us even how, um, just speed really matters. Hey, you're a quarterback on the football team. Ready, set, hike. You got to move your feet real quick and get rid of this ball. Um, with swimming, we're doing a repetitive move or baseball. Swimming, we're a little bit more endurance than any of those things as far as like there's no stopping right there. It's 45 yeah. seconds of, of race. 
but um, just training to have endurance at sprinting or endurance at sprints or explosive movements versus just go out there and swim for 10 minutes. We're going to do that 30 seconds rest and do it again and do it hard. Hey, you're going to swim 20 seconds or 10 seconds even as fast as you can. Like sprint as fast as you can. Get your muscles used Five to doing that. Five seconds rest, do it again. Yeah. 10 seconds rest, do it again. Yeah. You know, and so yeah. just, it, and and it's not negative to, to get out and you're still tired, but two hours later, you're not as tired as when you just did 8,000 meters and, you know, uh, so they're doing far less yards. So towards the end of my career, or even a lot of the kids today, they'll do three to 4,000 yards, three to 4,000 yards of practice instead of seven to 8,000. Right. I mean, it's crazy. Well, you have to think, it's like, especially if you're the 100 or the 50, it's like, how many yards do you have to have behind you yeah. to swim 50 fast? To swim 20 seconds. Yeah, not, not much. Lot. No. I mean, really. So it will be interesting 10 years from now to think, or to see where they're doing yeah. it. No, they're swimming 1,500 yards a day. Yes, <laughs> or whatever. really. Maybe. 1,500. You know. Instead of just a 50, you know, you're swimming like 20 times the length of your race. Like, well, that seems like it should be plenty, right. even at 1,500, right? Yeah. So, you know. If you're, if you're a hundred freestyler, do you need to do 15 times? Does, does the miler do 15 miles in a day? Right. And it's not quite the same, but it, uh, you know, you start well, to just makes you think. Well, who's the current 50 world record holder? Um, I know his name, but I'm drawing Caesar a blank. Cielo, is he the 50? No. Um, hold, oh, it's uh, oh, Caleb Dressel. Yes. See? Does he have the 50? I don't know if he has the 50. Maybe he does. I'm I not think. Sure. Well, He's it's Caleb there. I'm thinking about. Okay, Caleb Dressel. Yeah. To watch him swim. Yeah. And you see him swim the 50. Yep. You're like, how, how did he get across the pool that fast? Dude, he, and he's a beast. Yes. He's 6'2". I'm 6'2". He's 6'2", 6'3", and he is jacked. Totally. Know? He's not. But it's just, how much how much faster can these guys get? Yeah. Well. Um, when does it start? Well, I think they can keep getting faster. I mean, I uh, I guess that's what history has shown us. That's what, that's uh, yeah. what we probably thought for 50 years. I was like, how? how much? Right. It's insane to watch them. It is. It is so, really interesting. Did you have any uh, total shock moments like during the Olympics, like stepping on the pool deck with somebody and you're just like, holy, do you have any that yeah. come to mind? You know, I mean, look, when I was getting ready for uh, the prelim race, I come out, uh, we're in the ready room. So there's eight of us teams. Uh, so this is the Olympics. This is the Olympics, yeah, okay. in Athens. And I'm on the team, I'm the leadoff, and our anchor is a guy named Gary Hall Jr., mm-hmm. who had swam in 96. And so he has 10 medals, you know, that was his Extremely third. fast. Very fast, yes. yes. Yeah. So he would win the 50 free two days later. Um, uh, you know, we were standing there in the ready room and uh, on opening day and of, of the Olympics. And um, I just remember telling him, you know, hey, we're in a huddle. And I'm like, uh, guys, uh, hey. We're at the Olympics, and they're like, "Man, we know." <laughs> He'd been in two already. Yeah. I so I just want you to know that I know, and I, I watched you on TV four years ago. <laughs> now we're on the right. Olympics together, dude. Let's yeah. go have some fun, <laughs> right? And so you know, it was it was pretty fun. Um, there was a guy, uh, um, uh, Popov, Alexander Popov yes. from Russia. Yep, yep. He had won in '96, and uh, so got to meet and chat with him and, you know, cause he was a number of years older. That was his last Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ian Thorpe was there, you know, a lot of these guys that I had raced many times or a number of times. So, um, no one, no one really there, um, you know, got to meet some NBA athletes, uh, which was fun. Oh, got to meet cool. some different yeah. athletes. Yeah. Some How, wrestlers. uh, do you remember that swim pretty clearly? Yeah. Pretty decently. Yeah. What? Yeah. So tell me, 
where'd you mess up and where did it go right? I mean, you I'm know, not saying anything no, yeah. went wrong, no, no, but absolutely. in your own, in your own head, yeah, yeah. oh man, I missed that turn. Or was yeah. there any moment during yeah, that swim you know where you're so like, holy shit. So my turn was okay. Um, and the race overall, I would give it like a, what was it say? Like six or seven out of 10. Like it was, okay. it was strong, but it wasn't my fastest. I was about a half second slower. It was my fastest ever race in the morning at that time. And I hadn't raced in like a month since the Olympic trials. Yeah. And so it was almost, there's a little bit of like cobwebs. Um, so I had swam in the Olympic trials. I'd gone 50.5 in the morning. Um, and then the neck, and then that night I'd gone 49.7, I think. And then the next night for the, um, now I'm trying to remember, for finals, I went 40. Uh, 49.4 to make to make the Olympic team. Well, I went 49.9 lead off in the morning. Um, we came back seated second, and I knew, like, I I, I felt strongly they were going to pull me off the team. They pulled three of us off the team because they had Phelps, who they wanted to get a, a medal for the finals. And um, the guy that led off for me led off two-tenths slower than I did uh, in the morning. He was the head coaches. This is why I kind of thought, oh, he's going to pull me off. Uh, the head coach, Eddie Reese from Texas, it was one of his swimmers. Um, and he had a couple of them on there. And there's politics and everything. There's always politics right, right. in life. Uh, Gary Hall, they pulled off the relay as well to put Phelps on. Um, and um, and then my roommate, Jason Lezak, anchored the relay. And Jason's is still a good friend to this day. And mm-hmm. he didn't have his best swim. He had a really rough swim. So we went from second to third. Uh, so Mike, the guy that took my place went slower. Jason went slower. Phelps went the same time as Gary Hall. Yeah. And Gary a day later went, wins the Olympic gold in the 50 free. So he had yeah. a little revenge for like the coaches, like, come on guys, right. we, we could have done this. But, um, anyways, it's, uh, my race, as I said, about a half second faster than I'd ever swam in the morning. So mm-hmm. I felt like I kind of got the cobwebs out. I just felt tight. Yeah. And I felt like, I can do this. Like later tonight, I can go my fastest time ever by by a little bit. Yeah, I mean, half second faster. It. You felt it. Yeah, I just felt like okay, we can do this. I went and asked the coaches. I said, hey, can I can I go uh, do a time trial to make the medley relay? So to be the, one of the fastest, my roommate Jason hadn't swam well, and they said no, they wouldn't let me. Politically, they're just like no. Yeah. Oh So man. it gets kind of hard because you're you're a month later, and that's why they take six six swimmers six 100 freestylers is you don't really know you're all so close. Who's going to be the fastest a month later. Yeah. On that day. On that day. Right. Yeah. So, I didn't know they took that many. That's, yeah. They take it for the, for the, for the relays. They take six numbers for the freestyle relays. I should say okay. the medley relays. There's two for each the hundred, whoever mm-hmm. swims the individual event. So they have some swim the prelims, some swim the finals to get, you know, let's see. They try to do the best they can yeah. to get the fastest in the evening. But, um, so it's also tough, you know. You're sitting there watching. And you're like, "Oh man, I know." I, I no, I can't imagine. Yeah, yeah never made it to that level. That's got to be crazy too. Yep, just experience and to see. Yeah, it's like Disneyland. You know, you like think it's gonna be amazing. You get there and like the lines are so long. Yeah, and the churros are like fourteen dollars. You get to go like, on the intro ride, but you don't get to go on the full ride. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like, all right, this was, you know, but that's part of being a team. And hey, we got, we still got a medal. We got it, and so that's good. But. Yeah. You know, made you want to do a little bit more. Right, for sure. Yep. So, hey, any any tips for the youngsters coming into this sport? Um, yeah. Not youngsters, but yeah. high schoolers. High school, like, college hey, kids. Yeah, focus on, like, like we were saying, like we've discussed. Like, hey, there's a lot of data out there. You can get on YouTube and watch how these kids, you know, work smarter, not harder. 
Yeah. You know, don't, don't be like 20 years ago, just go swim for two hours. I tell my kids often, um, like I told my daughter this morning, like, you know, I'm excited for her because her technique looks so solid. I'm like, okay, now you gotta do is get in shape. That's kind of the easy part. Almost technique can be easy on one hand because it's not super exerting to like and sometimes it's technique. natural sometimes Correct. they just have that darn sometimes stroke where they, they go fast they just jump in and they have it like, what yeah. yeah yeah so um it's it, yeah that's what i would say is be prepared to work hard i asked all the kids there's some kids out there at the pool uh for our club practice this morning at 6 a.m i said how many of you guys like getting up in the, in the morning oh man i hate it i said oh you better you better like learn to like it because swimmers get up early you know especially those cold mornings that's right yeah that's right what about nutrition? What was your nutrition like? Were you, uh, you hear so many of these college athletes, like, I yeah. whatever the hell I wanted, and it was yeah. horrible. Yeah. Never thought about nutrition back then. Yeah. And then they pick up good nutrition later. Where were, what were you like? I was like the college swimmer, you know? Yeah. I, uh, I had a sweet tooth. You saw it, you eat I it. ate, I, <laughs> I'd, I'd leave practice at USC, and there was this uh, Papa John's pizza place uh, next to my apartment. I lived in downtown uh, LA. Um, in an apartment complex, like ten minutes away, and I'd call them and pick it up on the way. Two liter, two liter thing of, of Coke and a large pepperoni pizza. I'd go home and eat about half of it, and like a couple times. Now a I don't week feel and, so. That was I had uh, in the dorms. I had Domino's pizza coupons nailed. Yep. Right next to my door. Yeah. I think I don't know how many times a week I eat Domino's pizza after practice. Like. I'd get just powdered sugar, big bag of donuts. I'd make myself a cake like once a week. I had a few, <laughs> a few uh, roommates over the couple of years at SC that weren't that weren't swimmers, and they'd always be like, "Man, game, what are you doing?" I remember at the actually, and you're probably eight percent body fat, or I, I that was you're completely nothing. One you know? of the, I'm sure, like you, one of the leaner swimmers. And uh, at the Olympic, uh, we so when we went to Athens, we flew to Athens checked into the Olympic Village, and then the swim team, we we flew off to Mallorca, Spain, one of the islands there in the Mediterranean, stayed in this beautiful uh, hotel, and they had a, a buffet each night, you know, and they have uh, an ice cream. They have a couple things, ice cream, to make an ice cream sundae. And, you know, a lot of the coaches, especially for the girls, are a lot more like, yeah, you know, no, no, you don't get to eat that. Right, right. My coach, I'm married. I'm, you know, 24 years old. I think I just turned 25, and when I started scooping up myself some ice cream, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm all right, man. I'll burn this off. And I don't want to change my diet now. I'm at the Olympics. Well, I right? was going to ask college, you had a horrible diet, yep. nutrition. Mm -hmm. it, so that kept that. You know what? It got better. Being married right. was helpful. Okay. You know, not living quite the college. But you life. never went but on some crazy strict, like, not okay, really. I'm really you know going to dial this I in. I think I can't remember if I did an, a non sugar thing for like a few weeks or something like that. I don't remember, but I, I have to ask my wife. Nothing but specific, though. Nothing super big. Yeah. I ate a lot of calories. We'd go to Fat Burger the year I was training, and I'd, man, I'd get burger with the eggs and the bacon and everything on it. So I will say that's one of the things, you know, advice to young, young athletes, swimmers athletes like hey um you know look at those things like look at how to eat healthy the guys well, especially today, when a tenth or less than a, a hundredth of a second can be you're going or you're not in 2008 i missed the olympic team the second olympic team by 1300s i mean i dove in my hands separated at the dive so i worked full time so that's what that's what i was talking that kind yeah. of stuff i was talking like you remember oh yeah like, nobody understands very, well, I don't even understand it because I was never fast enough to know if my hand split oh, yeah. at the start or not. Yeah. But it's crazy that you remember, oh, like, yeah. man, if I would have kept and my glided, hands together. Therefore, glided in the wall. I mean, it's a half a second, like easy. 
You yeah. dive in and your hands separate, like that slows you down. Therefore, I wasn't quite as far and I was used to having a cadence and mm-hmm. I glided into my turn. I mean, it was a half a second without a doubt in the Olympic trials finals, yeah. second Olympic team. And uh, I went home to Bakersfield instead. Came here and watched it on the TV. Yeah. It's pretty anticlimactic. I had two kids. That was four years later. So I had two kids at the time. was working. Right. Yeah. All my competitors, they were just swimming. I know you were saying, you know, how do uh, athletes uh, these days, how they train. A lot of them have more money these days. There's more access in swimming and things to to money if you're going to get married or have kids. I was married with two mm-hmm. kids. And so I, I had to go work. I had to go, like, do something. So I would swim at lunchtime. Still swim faster than I ever did. I swam faster in 08 than I did in 04 by about half a second and went 48-8. And uh, like I said, missed miss the Olympic Because they just team. kept getting faster. Yeah, everyone keeps getting a little bit faster. Yeah. yeah. So how was how was transition from that life to, yeah. all right, now we're going to go into the married working life? Yeah. Is that you a know, tough transition for you? Or? You know what? I, it kind of happened this, at the same time, right after I got okay. home from the Olympics, uh, found out the day I left for the Olympics, found out my wife was pregnant with her first child. So I knew going to Athens, I'm like, okay, I got to figure out what I'm going to do here, make a living. Um, so immediately went back, took that test and passed it. I'm like, all right, I'm not an idiot. I'm like, Lord, thank you. I'm <laughs> really glad I flunked that test a year ago because I would have never tried to make the Olympic team. That's and so you kind of look reason, back right? and you see the Lord like work and, you know, um, so... Anyways, there, um, I was very competitive and wanted to win. So I still wanted to in, in life, in business mm-hmm. or whatnot. And so, um, you know, in 08, I would almost say it's a little harder. 05, 06, 07, and 08, I was still I, – I took time off and I wasn't training a ton. And then I'd go back and training pretty intensely for a few months. And – Missing 08 was almost, I don't know if was, there was no transition. I already had my job, but it definitely was oh, discouraging yeah. to come home right. and to uh, to not be in Beijing, to have missed it because yeah. it had to be that close. It wasn't yeah. like, people didn't think I had a shot. They're like, man, you have not been training. You got two kids. You're you're working full time because some of them might work in investments and I took care of their finances too. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? And, yeah. and they're playing video games or whatever, you know, and, and um, but then to almost make it. So, um you know, tr- trying to figure out what you want to do uh, um, is, you know, not what other people want you to do, I think is important. Um, and, you know, being an athlete is not going to, I mean, it can define part of who you are, but not everything, you know. So right. for me, I had, as I told you before, met my wife in taking Bible classes. So understanding, you know, who God is and what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to serve him. And all right, Lord, you close this door when I flunked my test. So I'm going to look through other doors to see, all right, I guess I'll go try to swim and to yeah. see like, well, that worked out. Okay, good. So even when something negative happens, like, all right, well, right. the end of your athletic career, you know, okay, mm-hmm. Lord, I guess you have me doing something else. Right. What else is there? Yeah. And so, you know, there's been times uh, I'm sure I know in both of our lives over the last, you know, since we've ended our athletic careers, as far as only doing that, that you look at things that come to an end and you go, all right, let's see what else we have to do and Mm -hmm. how are we going to do well at it? Mm -hmm. And um, so I look at the things that I knew I was, okay, I'm ending my athletic career. I know I'm a, the Lord wants me to be a husband because I'm married. I know he wants me to be a father because I have a kid and I need to uh, have a paycheck. So let me go figure out here what I'm going to do. Right. And uh, what do I enjoy doing? So So what are you doing? I mean, we've talked about it before, but what are you doing? Yeah. So so, um, a few different things, actually. Uh, So my wife and I own a swim school where kids learn Mm -hmm. how to swim. 
Um, I think I mentioned to you before that was I'm really doing investing. And uh, that was an investment that went out of business. It was an investment that went bad. And uh, the Lord kind of allowed us to take come in and take over it. And we love kids. Uh, so we got uh, over a thousand kids out learning how to swim in our swim school. Uh, quite a few high school and college kids that work for us, which are wonderful and a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and we, I'm my day job is is a lot in investing, so stock market, and then also in private in private, um, you know, businesses. And so, right. right, yeah, different things. The Boulevard here locally, um, and nothing else. I'm trying to think. You know, I'm CEO of a land survey company, actually, of all things, based out of Boise, Idaho, and Bakersfield. And uh, we're just, we're in, involved in a couple of things in oil and gas and, uh, got a lot going on a lot of different. Yeah. 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 So how many days plenty. a week are you in the pool now? Ooh, I'd like to be, I'd love to be four to five days a week. And I'm going to say I'm in there uh, a solid one day a week. So <laughs> that's a good <laughs> like consistency. To, that's right. Solid, Consistently inconsistent. That's <laughs> yeah. uh no. So, um, was coaching a swim team, helped a little Christian school down in Valencia, start a, start a swim team, Masters University. They're an NAI division swim team, great team. And um, they are ranked top 20 in the country for NAI this last year, which is awesome. Stepped away from that, which has given me more time to uh, to hopefully exercise the last few months. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're ex- still extremely fit. How do you, you're doing Fatter more than, than I've ever been. You're doing so, more you know, than Yeah, I am. Uh, <laughs> I look in the mirror. Like, oh man, um, you know what? No, I uh, I do try to watch what I eat. Look, I, I try to exercise a, a little bit, but honestly, one of the last one of the honest things I'd say is uh, I the last I swam in nationals in 2010, and I had trained kind of hard for that, and that's now 12 years ago. And I kind of look back and you're like, man, I was in really good shape. Why? Because I have not done that much stuff over the last 12 years and, and I'm doing all right. You know, like it's, <laughs> yeah. I'm slowly getting worse. I bought my first uh, tuxedo the other day for a wedding and I'm like, you know, maybe I should just buy one. That would help just make sure I don't grow anymore. I need yeah. to stop growing. I have to know? stay in that thing. That's I have to get right. into it. I need some accountability. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, uh, but I love, still love swimming, still greatly enjoy it. And uh, it's a wonderful sport. Stretches you out. You're clean. Yeah, it feels good. It's hot here in Bakersfield right now, and feels right. good to jump in the pool. And All right, so yeah, yeah. Well, how do people find you on Instagram, Facebook? Where you know I'm on Facebook. Your yeah. business. How do yeah, they find Gabe your Woodard. business? Yeah, business. You can just Google me, probably. Yeah, we're yep. Diversified Capital is the name of our business, and uh, but yeah, I'm on Facebook, not on Instagram. Bakersfield Swim Academy. We're on Instagram, I think. And uh, all right, yeah. So well, thank you so it. much for coming on. It's my man. pleasure. Great. Glad we finally do it. I know we were trying for a little while. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. As you hope you heard today, four kids and life and keeps us busy, but it's been a pleasure and hopefully right. we'll go out and go swimming together again. For sure. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. Awesome. Thanks.